A couple months ago, many of us returned to Azeroth amidst news of a worldwide pandemic that would leave us socially distanced from our in-person communities for an unknown length of time. We, the former hosts of the Hunting Party podcast, started plotting a reunion podcast where we could get together with our friends and supporters, talk about the state of the game and what everyone was up to these days, while provided a nice escape from our isolated pandemic lives into a fantasy world where we could hang out with all of our old friends. Then, two weeks ago, the pain and suffering felt in Minneapolis at the murder of George Floyd spread through the world as hundreds of thousands of people filled the streets of nearly every major city in the U.S. and across the planet to say the only way they knew how, this has to stop. As I say this, I am of course all too aware that there are many smarter, more well-informed people to listen to than me. And hopefully no one is coming to a video game podcast for serious political and cultural analysis. For most of you, this game, and in turn this podcast, is a diversion from the darkness in the world. A chance to take a step back and get away from it all. Shortly, we will return to our usual antics and hunting goodness, but remaining silent on what is going on in the world simply isn't an option. So before we move on with the podcast, we wanted to say up front that Black Lives Matter. We stand in support of the protesters to whom we're sending our love, admiration, and thanks as we continue working for the changes we need in this world. Welcome to episode 274 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I am Dark Brew from the Brewhall.com, I guess, and the Brewhall at Twitter, I guess. But I'm also Fox Brew of the Volpera, Brewleria of the Void Elves, uh, Brewwickle of the High Mountain, and Dark Foo of the Maghar. Yeah, he's a monk. I cannot stop leveling characters right now. It's amazing. I'm Delirium from some old forgotten theory crafting blog that. <laughs> I think just had its uh, domain name. Uh, and I'm Bendak from uh, Eyes of the Beast, which is another, I don't know. It's still there, but I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Um, maybe I should resurrect it with Eyes of the Beast actually coming back. And uh, I also do, I still do the Beastmastery Guide at Wowhead and Bendak Wow on Twitter. All right, well, today is June 8th, 2020, and yes, we are broadcasting live on Twitch TV, and if there's anybody here, you can participate in the live chat room, ask us a bunch of questions like, where the heck have you all been, and maybe something about hunters, and we'll try and answer that first one. And, you know, well, our last episode was number 273, and that was on August 6, 2018, which more or less coincided with the show's ninth anniversary. We are now 10, and boy, do we have a lot of catching up to do. So we'll just go around and I'll start with you, Delirium. How have you been and what have you been doing all this time? Well, I just wanted to start off by saying that much like a perfectly timed disengage when Mythic Kill Jaden tried to knock you off of the platform, just hearing your voices makes my heart soar. 
It's been far too long since we've been able to do this. Um, and I am uh, quite excited to be back, um, or at least for tonight. Um, what have I been doing? I don't know. I just started playing again with the announcement of the lockdown uh, with COVID. Everybody else was panicking over what they would do. They weren't allowed to see their friends anymore. And I thought back to a time in my life when I had all these online friends that were experienced at social gatherings online. I uh, returned. And shortly after, like less than a week after, I found uh, several of my former guildmates all also decided to uh, return. And we've been uh, playing now together for, I don't know, about six weeks. Started a, a very, very casual raid team uh, working on AOTC for now and, uh, you know, doing some Mythic Plus and just hanging out. It's been a good time. Awesome. And how about you, Ben Deck? What have you been doing uh, since we last uh, did an episode here? Well, unlike these guys, I, I have been playing the whole time. Um, you know, you kind of have to play if you're writing a guide. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been playing, like, I, when a new patch comes out, I play a lot, and then I take, I kind of just raid log for a while. And obviously, since the pandemic i've been playing a little more and blizzard has been putting out all this new stuff it seems like as soon as i get done feel like i'm done with the game they're like oh now there's a corruption vendor so i go start grinding again do you have any of the uh leftover currency to start off with a bump or were you at zero on your no i was at zero i because uh my alts were didn't have any essences that my main didn't have, so I couldn't get Well, I've kind of been looking forward to this as Dark Brew and I are both, uh, you know, kind of like brand new to the game, and noobs, really. And uh, you're going to have to tell us how to actually Hunter, because I sure don't remember. Yeah, exactly. I did spend a lot of time reading your uh, Beast Mastery Guide over at wowhead.com when I, I came back. You know, for the US guys out there, you know, I played uh, when the expansion launched, cleared the first raid, I guess it was Guldur, Guldur, however you pronounce it. And then 8.1 hit, I played for a little bit. And then somewhere in that January time frame, I just got really burnt out and just uh, took a break and then didn't come back until really uh, I heard that the Shadowlands Alpha had started. Not that I had any expectations of, of getting an invite to that i do believe you did get an invite to that delirium so good for you yeah. um but you know how it is you know every now and then it's, it's sort of like i kind of have this recurring dream every now and then where i'm back in college i think a lot of people have this but you know it's the end of the semester and there's one class that i've skipped i haven't done the homework and now it's final exam time and you know and i gotta kind of cram everything in before i fail out and i sort of had that feeling uh with world of warcraft knowing that hey the next expansion is going to be here at some point, you know, and I might as well, I am going to play it. I do like this game. So I need to come back and get all this stuff done. Um, so I, as I said, that's an 8.1, came back in 8.3 and it's been like drinking from a fire hose where there's just so much stuff to do and get caught up on, you know, opening up flying, Naz, Jazar, whatever you call it, the, the Mechagon doing all that stuff. And the 8.3 stuff with the visions of Nazoth and, and everything. So I've just been going nuts. And also, allied races, loving up new characters. So I've been just playing like mad. This, yeah. So uh, what's April. your max? What's your max level character count at this point? 
Oh, it's only like three at this point, but I have several that are, you know, at level 100 plus, right? So they're, they're, I'm getting. Yeah. So I also, one of the first things I did, well, after I unlocked flying, that was my main goal when I started, but then I started unlocking all of these allied races, which was a lot more fun than I expected. It was harder on the horde because I didn't have much of a idea of how to start, but all of them, I had, thought they had pretty compelling stories and they were fun to open. So I've now got at max level, a void elf hunter, a nightborn hunter, a Volpera hunter. And I also maxed out, these weren't from 20 or from zero, but I maxed out an old blood elf hunter and two Draenei hunters, which uh, those three were all at 110. So it was pretty quick. So here's the big question. What specs? Oh, so I did, uh, I put this lower in my notes, but I, I tried to, uh, I know. So at first I didn't have any friends who were playing the game. My guild had, uh, transferred servers while I was gone. Um, and I hadn't transferred yet. It told me every time I logged in, it said you could transfer or whatever, but we hadn't done it. And so I was just playing by myself a lot and just leveling. And I thought to myself when I created each of these allied races, like what, you know, what do I want to embody? I tried to think of a little bit of role playing. I mean, the smallest amount of role playing that you could consider role playing. But so I think most like the void elf and the, uh, um, oh, whatever the other elf one is, Nightborn are marks. I level them as marks. I leveled one as BM and I leveled my Volpera as survival. So I got a taste of everything, which was fun. That's impressive. Yeah, I, I have to say that I'm sure deep in the Hunting Party podcast archives, there's probably no shortage of me bashing uh, survival ever since it had become a melee spec. And I have to say, I take it all back. I have to apologize because I have leveled up many of these uh, characters as survival. And it's awesome. I don't know how it is in like group play. I'm not sure how comfortable I'd be uh melee like say in a raid or even doing mythics or something but just for being out in the world and doing some of the solo stuff survival is a ton of fun i really liked it a lot more much more than i i thought i ever would and i don't know if you guys have played much i mean bendik i know you're pretty much you're writing beast mastery guides and that's that's your spec but have you dabbled in survival at all or do you have any thoughts on that i mean i'm still not a fan of it i'm I don't think I ever will be. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I just, I can understand. I can see how you know, leveling up and stuff like that, it could be fun. I just think, you know, for rating and stuff, there's, I don't know. It's BM is just so much better right now. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it for leveling up. It's, I, and I do think it's the most fun rotation that we have as hunters however i hate being melee in a raid it is not fun to not be able to see anything and not be able to be that kind of go-to person i what i love about being a hunter is feeling like you know i'm the one they can rely on to do this ridiculous mechanic and as bm you can do that all the time you no movement penalty in the slightest um and survival you just can't you gotta give up a ton of dps if you want to do any sort of mechanics and I don't think people really look at melee for mechanics. 
Yeah, plus with BM right now, is it's in a really good spot damage-wise. Like, we're kind of in, like, a bit of, like, a golden age right now. Like, you know, enjoy it while it lasts. Like, it's not very often where hunters are, like, at the top, but we kind of are right now. In, in both Mythic Plus and Raiding. And what is it right now that's making uh, Beast Mastery so good in terms of of its gameplay and its damage output? It's a combination of like Azurite traits, uh, as essences, corruption. It's just we just we're for, we're really scaling really well right now. Which is in the past, I mean, it was always a problem with Beast Mastery where there'd be a patch and Blizzard's like, oh, here's a five percent buff to Beast Mastery, so they don't fall behind again. And now it's like. Ever since the changes they made in BFA where, you know, pet stuff scales off your weapon damage and stuff like that, we've mostly kept up. And especially right now with these corruptions that increase your critical strike and haste, like, it just all plays all so well together. And it's just like a perfect mix of everything. And it's just, our damage is just crazy right now. And how about for, I know you mentioned it's good for raiding, mythics, and then what about the the visions too? Because I've heard good things about the BM hunters and like those visions, like the horrific uh, visions, Stormwind, or Oh yeah, I mean that's solo content, that's, BM's always going to be good at that, right? But it's also got the toolkit that makes the visions just doable. I don't think every spec can like even try the visions, there's no reason to even try. I don't know, maybe that's not true. Maybe the best players out there can make any spec work. But BM is fun in the visions. All of my guildmates were trying to finish their cloaks and because uh, we all just came back and trying to play catch-up. And everybody else was just complaining about visions, and I was just looking forward to the next reset so I could get some more uh, whatever this currency is and do some more visions because it was always a lot of fun. Yeah, I think once you've done a lot of them, that's when you start complaining about them because they get a bit uh, repetitive, I guess. Where it's just like, oh, I got to burn some more keys so I can get more mementos so I can get more sockets. And it's just uh, when you start doing like multiples in a row and this, they don't change up very much. So but when you're when you're first learning the visions and like adding more masks and stuff like that, I agree that was actually a fun period of time for them. Yeah, so did you do the two five mask achievement? Yeah. Yeah, I did how, that. How was that? And what eye level did you do it at? Um, geez, I don't know. I know my cloak was at like or my, I know my sanity resistance was at like I wanna say forty or fifty percent when I got those. So it was it was fairly early into the patch. Really? So that was uh ten, I think. Ten is when you get um fifty percent. Yeah, somewhere around there. Wow. Yeah, I think after eleven or after ten, maybe the uh your DPS output is mostly what matters. It's when you got that hundred and twenty five percent increase to uh health and damage that I don't know. You have to start. At least that's the point where I had to start thinking about what the uh, <laughs> mechanics are. I couldn't just, you know, zerg everything. Yeah. And another thing that really helps in those visions is that food. I forget what it's called, but you can only use it in visions. But that's the sanity one. But there's another one that makes you heal. Oh, that right. Really... The ghoulish gas, gas, yeah, ghoul, something like that. That's it. Yeah. 
I mean, with that stuff, it's really hard to die. Like, you just have to get chain stunned in order to die in that, at that point. But yeah. I mean, have you stepped into those much, Dark Brew? Or Synth? No, I was just going to say, I've, I've just started it. I guess I've been too busy trying to level up these characters and then and then get geared up too. Um, so I've only actually had a chance to run a couple of divisions on uh, Dark Brew. So I'm really just, just getting started out and, and figuring it all out. But I mean, they're they're fun, and I need to need to focus and want to do more of them and kind of get that cloak uh, built up. But there's just so much to do right now when you, when you take such a big break like that. Uh, so I, I I will probably get there uh, in, in the coming weeks to be sure. <laughs> yeah, if I was off that long, I don't even know where I'd start. There's just so many little systems in the game right now, and you put you're probably wondering like, do I need to do? Mechagon and like Nazdratar, like are those relevant and all this stuff? It's like, yeah, you know, get your essences and that's I, the problem. I don't even know if I'm playing. Sorry, real quick, you know, and like, am I doing eight point two right now? Or am I doing eight point three? Trying to figure out where the content is that I'm doing, and and also trying to follow along with the story because now you're getting you know different parts of each story at different points of time. So you you are at least I feel like I'm getting some things out of order uh, from when you would have normally if you had played through all the way through, which is a good reason not to take a break because that way you kind of do these things as they, as they come about. But uh, yeah, I mean, my first goal was to unlock uh, flying and get that pathfinding achievement. And then after that, that's when I sort of really focused on uh, more of the visions and, and the cloak and the 8.3 stuff. Yeah, with my first character, it was a mess trying to figure out what i was supposed to be doing i wasted a lot of time doing old content that i didn't know was old content and uh would be very quickly surpassed i don't think i knew to unlock the cloak exactly or how to do that and how much gear you would get from doing that so it was a lot of mess and then i the second character i did was on the horde side so it was all brand new again and my main goal for going there was just trying to uh I wanted to see all this Sylvanas cutscenes and stuff. I wanted to hear that side of the story. And it was such a mess trying to figure out what I had to do. I had no idea. Yeah, they they really didn't um uh they didn't make it easy for you to understand that like Najatar was basically useless after 8.3 released. Um like all that um benthic gear was essentially meaningless, right? Yeah, though at one point when you guys were gone, that benthic gear was all the rage. <laughs> it was all about gambling for benthic. And it sounds like we got a foxy joining the channel. Hello. Hey. Well, hey there. Welcome. Welcome back. How are you? Awesome. I uh, had a little doggy emergency. Oh, no problem. Well, we already covered all of the good stuff, so. No. <laughs> As you can imagine, we were we were just getting caught up talking about you know, and now I don't know um, now both Delirium and I not only took breaks from podcasting but we took breaks from the game itself. Bendex been been playing straight through. How about yourself? Didn't you have you been powering through this expansion uh, from start to finish, or did you take some time off, or what, what have you been up? I took some spots off here and there, um, but I've still been raiding like two days a week. Uh, I did stop for a couple months, though, 
but I found this guild and we're, we do two nights a week and we're um, eight or 12 mythic right now. That's pretty good. Um, did you get all the trinkets that you needed from like the Vita uh, charged and the. Oh yeah. I got pretty lucky and with that and we actually killed mythic Rodden for the first time last week. So now I can farm that. Congrats. Yeah, we were just sort of talking about how when 8.3 came out, how uh, some of the stuff in Najdatar kind of got irrelevant. You were talking about the uh, the Benthic gear. Yeah, I was trying to collect that initially when I came back and realized very quickly that it just really wasn't that good anymore. Or um, and I never wasn't sure when I left. Like 370 eye level is still pretty good. Um, so you know anything I saw that was above 400, I figured oh it must be. Must be good, and then I realized no, there's there's stuff around for what sixty five, four seventy, and and up that I should be shooting for. Well, right after they took away the cutting edge achievement for EP, then people just really stopped caring about that. There was a cutting edge achievement for Azerite power. I mean, just for clearing the boss before you know. Oh right, yeah clearing the boss before they hit it with the nerf bat. I do have to say, when you get a brand new... what What's the new catch-up gear called? Black Empire? Um, I got stuff something like that. It's called, it's called, yeah, Black Empire. Yeah, get, so getting a brand new uh, 120 and gearing it up with all Black Empire gear is uh, quite the power boost. Yeah, well, so that's a lot that? of fun. That's at 410, right? Yeah, 410, which is pretty low for rating, but is incredibly high if you just finished leveling. Well, that too, and like all the world quests was giving like 425 gear. So, I mean, like my mage, for example, um, which I hardly ever play, I, I'm 470 item level on her. And this is just from doing the normal course of the content, but I also got there within like three or four days of hitting 120 yeah i probably haven't been playing as much but uh my first hunter before we stepped into the raid at all was at i think 454 or 455 just from solo world content no mythic plus and no raid yep that's true although my problem my issue i had initially <clears throat> with the you know Focusing on world quests to kind of gear up dark when I came back was, um, you know, there's always a chance for that gear to be corrupted. I, I at one point I had so many pieces of corrupted gear and I and I didn't really hadn't really read about enough about it to understand what the heck was going on. But you know, I was like, is this right? Is my gear supposed to be killing me? Like it is because I was just taking so. I mean, I think I had a corruption level of like 80 at one point. Oh God, it was way up there, and to the point where you get that little. Um, buff or debuff icon you know kind of pretty much telling you you're gonna die <laughs> so i actually wanted to talk about that this evening with y'all i don't know how the community at large feels uh, specifically if two of you have been raiding this whole time so part of what i feel is so great about bm hunter is the corrupted stuff doesn't really affect us at all as far as i can tell i mean the root uh i don't know what it's called the or is it a root? I don't know what it is. The first level, the 0 to 19, you just post-haste disengage. 
and it doesn't affect you in the slightest. The second level, that I, you can just disengage also, and it doesn't affect you in the slightest. And then the third level, the 41 to 50, you can feign death or you can trap it, and it doesn't affect you in the slightest. It seems like, like yeah, we, we don't have anything. Yeah, oh, and he's, talking thing, he's talking about the thing from beyond. Yeah, the thing from beyond. Oh, it yeah. doesn't affect BM Hunters. You can also binding uh, binding shot it. You can bind it. You can just disengage from it. You can trap it. You can even hit it if you want. If you're strong so, enough, you can kill it. So I haven't tried yet, but I'm pretty sure I could go above 60 and be fine in a raid. I've been too scared to try it, but I think I, I can. can. Sometimes you can get two of them and they in your circle and you get give pretty hard depending on how much gear you have on. So, so sometimes like mine hit me pretty hard because my hunter is really geared. Yeah, I had three show up um, at once. It was yep. <laughs> that was uh, not fun. It's happened to me before, bro. I know the feel. Yeah, I had uh, I had seventy two corruption. I was like, uh, you know, I should be fine. It's you know, we're doing mythic plus. It's fine. And um, on the last boss of uh, um, Waycrest, uh, I'm 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 responsible for obviously clearing the um, or throwing the um, uh, potions to clear the to burn the dudes. Anyway, um. <laughs> And so that's kind of rough when, when your uh, main person responsible for that dies. So we, I think we wiped on that one. But yeah, uh, then I took myself down from uh, 72 to, I think, 39. And it's been good I from there. I would do that to yourself. <laughs> 72? It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it was not fun. <laughs> it's not something you want to run. And if you're progressing in a Mythic fight or doing really high Mythic Plus... It's you don't want to be that guy that like you just suddenly get randomly fall over, yeah. <laughs> you know, because there's some fights like we're progressing on Carapace Mythic right now, and like if if some if someone dies at a certain time, it's just like all right, everyone wipe, we can't go on. You don't want to be that guy. But on farm bosses, surely it's oh, fine. Yeah, to... farm bosses are like if you're clearing heroic or something, it's fun to put on some extra corruption. Yeah. So I'm sure everybody else discovered this long ago, but uh, I only recently discovered when I forgot to, uh, I switched my cloak for the Stormwind <laughs> Torch cloak and forgot to switch back and hit one thing and the eye came up and the ring was too big for me to see all the way zoomed out on my camera. I didn't know where the edge was. So I started running and I died long before I got to the edge of it. Did you see the um when I I don't know if you got to look at my VOD, but I won that limit competition. Oh right, yeah. The, so they said, Well just I was like, Well what do I I was like, I don't wanna do anything. I just wanna jump off. They said, Well just have fun, put on all the corruption gear you can. Nice, so I had nice. on on two hundred corruption and my circle was as big as the arena. <laughs> <laughs> But oh, that. that's happened to me several times. Like when I port to org, I'll forget to put my cloak back on and then get to Veil and start killing things and then have this giant circle. 
Anyway, it's a lot of fun. I also didn't realize before then that you started glowing red instead of purple, which I think looks yes. better. And I kind of want to have more corruption just so I can be red. Reminds me of the big red pet days. But yeah, it is an interesting mechanic. And it's much it's harder to mitigate as survival than it is being beast master, I'll say that. <laughs> being survival and having those circles pop up and things is not not a whole lot of fun. So survival, I, are you are you PvPing me? No, it survival's more just for being out in the world, world quest, doing those types of things, or leveling even. I, I So I've been leveling up a lot of the alliance uh, races and doing some hunters there. Uh, and I decided to try a couple of survival and really enjoying it, much more than I than I thought I would. Um, so so you're a traitor is what you're saying. I wouldn't say I'm a traitor. I don't we know about that. You were on strike from survival <laughs> DPS. I was for a long time before you came on. I said, I, I said, I whatever bad things I said about survival, I take it all back. <laughs> I don't know if I do it in a raid or feel comfortable doing being melee in like a you know, sort of like mythic plus and group environment. Not really my thing per se, but uh, but I enjoy it more than I than I thought I ever would. Uh, all these years of taking crap from you guys, and now you're on team survival. I got to text Solar. I wonder if Solar's still playing and he has a survival hunter still. That'd but you know, we talked we talked about, you know, getting gear from some of the world quests or the the whatever the uh empire, the cash gear, the the the, the new BOA, but I mean, is Mystics really still the best way to do it now? Um I started running a few Mystics with some friends though. You mean Mythic Plus? Out. Yeah, Mythic Plus, I should say. And uh you know, we said I don't know, I can't remember what level we were, but it was, you know, Probably getting carried a little bit, but that seemed to be a good way to get a few pieces of gear much faster yeah, than yeah. anything else. Well, seventy percent of basically the best in slot gear comes from Mythic Plus. So, it's what really percent? It's a good, a good place good, to get gear. I would say about sixty to seventy percent of the best in slot gear for us comes from Mythic Plus. Wow! I guess like you have the chest and the helm from the raid, and like the Vita trinket, but. Other than that, you got the crafted legs and then the shoulders that come from Mythic Plus and then bracers that come from Mythic Plus, boots or um, gloves, especially for the best stats, that is. So you're definitely doing it right if you decide to do Mythic Plus. You can come in there with a bunch of Mythic Plus gear and out DPS any hunter that has zero. Yeah, you also want to go after the... The Mechagon set rings. Yep. I have all of them, luckily. Um, obviously, can't wear them all at the same time, but I do have all of them. Now, those are always in our guild. The first to get responses is if you have a Mechagon key. Everybody wants to do it. Yeah. They have like 400 plus crit on them. It's ridiculous. I think it's also one of the easiest, or at least the second, the workshop is one of the easiest dungeons. So, yeah. yeah, but looking at my character, like, even though I'm mythic raiding, I think I'm only wearing two pieces from the raid, which is kind of disheartening a little bit. Wow. So do y'all use the weapon from the raid with the special corrupt? Oh, yeah, it's, that weapon's insane. Let's get your bow. 
And sometimes, like, if I'm trying to get rid of a little bit of corruption for Mythic Plus, I'll use mine as Oppo because I have a socket on it and, and I put crit on it also when Severe came out. Oh, I actually put Expedient on it, so. It helps. Yeah, I don't know how reliable RaidBots is at the moment, but it's telling me for, or at least given that I think I'm at 44% crit, but uh, haste seems to be much more valuable for me now. So well, I'm really hunting after those tier three expedient corruption. You, you need the three dance of death though, or was it two, two and uh, three primals or three and two primals? Yeah, I have yeah. three dance of death yeah. and two primal at the moment. Wow. Okay. Pretty good, and typically you want to go for three severes and three expedients. That's kind of the median. If you have, and I think that's best case scenario. Yeah, and it depends on what um what you're simming with raid bots because raid bots is um only as good as the the code behind it. So if you're doing um, yeah. dungeon slice, that's uh, I think what is it, mythic ten to fifteen ish um equivalent. And uh, if you're doing, I don't know, um, patchwork, then that's a different set of stats altogether. So is uh, Racing Pulse or whatever the crit version of Racing Pulse, is that good? Or you just want the percentage flat? Flat stats. They were okay before you could buy your corruptions. Like, you got one of those and be like, well, it's not terrible. But now that you can buy your corruptions, it's like, you don't know, you don't want to use that. You just want a percent crit, percent haste, and maybe you finish everything off with one percent mastery or something like that. Wait, really? You're at one percent mastery? No, no. I mean, you finish like you get one of the corruptions that adds percent mastery. Oh yeah. Because when you have like three primal instincts and you're running the vision of perfection, whenever that procs, it's just like so much mastery to extra pet damage. I think and I kind of wish I was still doing some real theory crafting right now because it's so interesting with corruption. I mean, there's just so many options to look at. And oh, that's incredible actually... spreadsheets that could be. Oh, absolutely. No, that's a good segue. Um, uh, let's let's talk about uh, a little retrospective about you know what what's uh, gone on since apparently the only way to know what's best in slot now is raid bots, right? What do you guys think? Yeah, it's you need the raid bots is like essential. Like there's there's so many factors that you just can't you can't look at a piece of gear anymore and know if it's going to be an upgrade. Usually, you just got to sim and so many iterations, and it's just I don't know. I think it's a little too much right now. And then it uses SimPress API, so I mean it's super reliable. I think. Um, of course, a sim is a sim, but it's really pretty close. Is Azure Therian still doing the API? Oh, uh, for SimCraft? I don't know. I haven't talked with him in a while. I'm not sure he's working on the that uh, right now, but I know it, it is. It is really good right now, like the Hunter one at least. So, I still find myself missing female dwarf every once in a while when I log on to raid bots. I'm like, wouldn't it be nice if this was female dwarf? <laughs> um, I'm not sure that would work anymore, though. I mean, yeah, probably you know. not. 
Yeah, the the amount of like statistics that are going through. I mean, they I think um Raidbots does what is it, 10,000 runs by default now and and then if you do um like I I've done sims where I model, you know, 12 or 14 different uh pieces of gear and, you know, multiply that out. Uh I think it does like 100 or 200,000 different sims. Um and it's it's kind of crazy like how much how much simming you have to do because you're balancing how much corruption you want on your gear and uh and so well, let's put it let's put it this way i pay a monthly fee to use raid bots <laughs> it's so worth it because you get more iterations and i mean the more iterations you have the closer to perfect it's gonna i also bought six months of whatever it's the cheapest one but it's still, you know, it was an order of magnitude higher number of iterations. I think the max went from like 200,000 to 2 million. So, And it feels good to, you know, be supportive. I've used uh, it and SimC for free for a long time. Yeah, I've got the one that's 5 million. And a lot of the times I'm like, oh, maybe I should upgrade to the next one. <laughs> and I mean, really, it's quite affordable. It's not expensive by any means. I think it was like $15 for six months of the cheapest one. So what are you finding out so far that when you do this, like when you start simming all these different gears, are you finding big differences or only, in other words, is the, the, the DPS gains, I guess, from your sims something that you're going to notice or is it just more, well, this one's just slightly better and, you know, but yeah. practically speaking, it, it doesn't make a big difference. I guess I'm wondering, you know, it's the the gear compare at least for me is the most important one also the drop optimizer the drop analyzer um but the gear compare it just sometimes there will be some weird combination of stuff that's in my bags um that for a single target at least has you know a few thousand dps difference that i didn't consider because it didn't i don't know click in my head that it might be different yeah, that that's it's useful for that, especially when you first start using it. But then eventually you get to the point where it's like you're simming a bunch of things and you have all these different sets that are like 0.1% apart. And you're just, you know, it, it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's just gotten, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it feels a lot like the end of um, reforging back in the day when we, we all complained about how you got a drop and uh, and you couldn't immediately use it without figuring out how to reforge it myself using it more for confirmation like i can i can tell more so because of the amount of gear that i do have what is going to be an increase or not but i use it to just confirm and to see what that increase is yeah and sometimes you you, you can make this you don't have to follow it like blindly it's like say you have one gear setup that is you know like 0.2 percent higher but you know some of those some of the corruptions in it are like rng based so maybe you you feel better just going with the one that's sims very slightly lower, but it's all it's more consistent, you know. Yeah, it tells me quite often to use Twilight Devastation instead of <laughs> and haste increase. You go right ahead, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're Twilight, Twilight Dev, that's probably a thing for survival, maybe, but definitely not. Uh, uh, Raidbots thinks it's a huge increase for me. I haven't tried actually putting it on, but I too many times when I didn't have many choices in corruption, I put on Twilight Dev and then watched it miss every single ad. 
funny because I'm always jumping around and like aiming it through walls and stuff. So I'm like, yeah. like this is a yeah. Even in survival, I like to uh, disengage and then re-engage too often for Twilight Dove to be. Um, it uh, The amount of damage it does also takes into account how much HP you have. So like, if you're not a tank, you're not going to be doing the numbers that you think you would be doing. Our tank has, I don't know, seven or eight ranks of it, and he can do like... 1.1 million crits and stuff with his Twilight Dev. It's, it's insane. Yeah, can we just also mention that how over the course of a single expansion there's been so much power creep that they have to do a number squish, like, after just one expansion? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been kind of nuts. We started, I think at the beginning of BFA, didn't we start at, like, around, what is it, like, 30 to 50,000 DPS. Oh, it was much lower than that. Like, was it I, I'm pretty sure, like, in at the start of All Deer, like, I'm pretty sure, like, 20k was really good. And now it's now that's now that's 100k. Yeah. I don't think they planned on the numbers jumping as fast as they did. It's a bad algorithm, I guess. I blame Ghost Crawler. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you guys been up to that you haven't been uh collecting as much no covid kind of shot everybody made everybody stay at home but outside of that i don't know i just uh i just wasn't into it like even so i took i don't know more than a year off but even before that, like that last year that I was playing, I was kind of on and off and I would, I didn't really want to log in for a raid. I didn't really want to show up. I just wasn't feeling it. Didn't seem like me being there mattered. <laughs> and uh, eventually I just stopped logging in. I think I had a, uh, my graphics card died and I was like, oh, wow. I could spend $500 and replace this or whatever a graphics card costs. I don't remember. But uh, I just stopped coming to Red instead and didn't log in again, even after I replaced the graphics card. And then your guild yeah. left you. <laughs> and then my guild switched servers. Oddly enough, to a server that I had other characters on because I had raided on it before. You just like, peace out. We're not going to tell them anything. <laughs> I definitely got emails about it that I oh. never opened and read. But I like that narrative better. They just left. It's like the parents who, uh, as soon as you go away to college, they move houses so you can't come back. Oh, man. That's crazy. Darker, well, what was your stopping like? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I just got kind of burned out from the game. And I was also doing other things um, non-gaming related that were taking up my time. So that was made it a little bit harder to get into was playing some other games as well a little bit more so i just just needed something to just doing something different and then i said as i mentioned earlier in the show when i heard you know realized we were getting towards the end of the expansion and shadowlands was in, in alpha they realized well, and plus you know being indoors and <laughs> kind of stuck at home for a while now uh looking for some other things to do it was just a good time to come back and really get ready for the the next expansion because I, I would have regretted just waiting till Shadowlands came out and not having 
done a bunch of the stuff that I'm that I'm doing now and not, not seeing you know all the stuff that there is. So awesome! I'm glad. I'm, I'm I'm very excited to be back. And we don't know when Shadowlands is going to come out. I think they were supposed to announce something, but I don't know if that got postponed or what the deal was. But um, oh yeah, so is anybody else in the alpha? Any y'all? No. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm in it. Right ben Jack got in. Good. I'm not a fan of um, playing too much of the expansion before it gets here, other than like the PTR, because I, I, I don't know. I've grown out. Of, I don't know if it's a thing, but I've kind of grown out of that, and I kind of want to be surprised a little bit when the expansion. Yeah, I don't know if I was in the BFA beta or not. This time. I can't remember, but I don't know that I was because I seem to remember enjoying the leveling a little bit more, just for that reason. <laughs> Because I hadn't seen it. Oh yeah, I'd never level in the alpha or beta. I mean, this is the first time I've been in an alpha. I'm pretty sure, though I've been in most of the betas for at least since MOP. But uh, it's really weird to log in in the alpha, and there's just nothing to do. Like I always had stuff I needed to test, and there's not really much. Like I could level, but I don't want to. Yeah, how what stage are things at like Bendek? Have you been playing much? I mean, is is there much to do? Is it still in a very very early stage here, or what's it looking like? Right. Um, you can level, and then basically we can do right now is you can level, and I think three of the zones, and you can do Torghast and a couple of dungeons. I think that's all you can do right now. And I've I'm the same way. I don't want to like spoil that stuff so i don't do any of the leveling but i've 90 percent of what i've done there on there so far has just been torgas and what about hunters are they still a work in progress or how are they how are they looking and we had someone in chat asking how how is marksman looking specifically so yeah how are hunters looking right now um pretty similar to what they are now um, yeah, it doesn't seem like there's big changes other than getting back some of our utility and fun abilities that we lost. Yeah, all the specs have a few talent changes, and then we have some of our old abilities back. But the core rotations and stuff are the same. Yeah, so what are all the all the throwbacks that we got back? We got Killshot and Hunter's Mark. Yeah, Hunter's Mark, Killshot. Uh, Trank Shot? Skip. Yep, Strank Shot. Scare Beast. Oh, I didn't Hi. know that. Scare Beast, that's fun. Um and for some reason they gave like all all the specs arcane shot. Huh. Does it replace any of the other abilities? No, and like for Beastmastery, as far as I can tell, it's you don't want to use it over Cobra Shot because Cobra Shot reduces the kill command cooldown. So I don't know why it's there for Beast Mastery. I don't know. Can survival use it at all? I think right now, I think they... Last time I checked, they had to have a ranged weapon equipped, which doesn't seem right. Y'all, so I have this brilliant plan to uh, appease the Bindax of the world who hate survival. <laughs> which is, I don't Do you remember with, I think it was Warriors, it might have been Paladins. But one of them, one of those support classes for the tank spec, which I think is called protection in both of those, they introduced a talent that made it a DPS spec or something like that. Am I 
misremembering that. Oh, you're thinking of um, the Warrior one? Yeah, I, I think it was Warrior. Gladiator? Yeah. And so that I think that was kind of failed. But at least it shows that they can have one talent that drastically changes a spec. And so I was wondering about survival. Like, I think it should have Mongoose Bite should be the main, like that talent should be the main rotation of the spec. That's the whole point of the rotation in my mind. It's just so much fun to try and match those Mongoose Bite stacks. But the uh, it would, since if that's taken away as a as a talent, it would be fun to have a talent that gave us a ranged survival. Uh, and so maybe it would you know you would obviously lose a lot of abilities that would only work if you had a, a melee weapon equipped, so that it wouldn't be too OP because just a ranged melee would be ridiculous. But I think or it could like work, it. and they've yeah. shown that they you can know. do it with uh, whatever that prop warrior thing was. Uh, you never know. I mean, they need to do something for survival. I don't know what like they they need something because it's just not played that much. Like they need to get more people playing. Well, that's the problem, right? Like if they make it too good, then the people because it, it's such a polarizing. Uh, I, okay, shouldn't have used that word, but um, since such a uh, a divisive um playstyle because you know you made a hunter back in the day probably because you wanted to be ranged DPS, right? So if you made survival too good then people who originally made it or made a hunter for range dps will complain but then if you make it bad then no one wants to play survival right so. yeah i don't think it's necessarily a damage thing either because their damage is okay it's just um compared it's to really middle of the specs, road right now right it's not bad it's just middle it's middle but i think if more good players were playing it it probably it could be higher probably yeah. But the problem is, like, just compared to other melee specs in the game, it just lacks, like, utility. And you, you never go, oh, I, I wish we had a survival hunter, you know? Whereas you can say that for other melee specs, like a rogue or a demon hunter. Give, or uh, even a warrior. Give survival um, a battle resin, and uh, people will want them. Especially in Mythic Plus. Holy crap. A, a or a talent that made MM kind of like uh better to play without a pet. I think they need to do that with survival too, just to give us the option to play it range. Yeah, that'd work. Even if it's you know a little bit more DPS as melee, if you have the yeah. option to go ranged. Now, actually, I would never play it if there was if it was less DPS. It has to be at least as much shoot <laughs> well i'll tell you what i suck as melee i tried to level a um rogue back when you were required to bring a rogue into every mythic plus uh what was that uh season two season th basically everything but this season and um i i just suck <laughs> period so that's my personal problem though it is a different skill set. It's very strange. Being melee, not being able to see anything, just the bosses. I think that's the hardest part about it in raid for me. Yeah, the lack of situational awareness, I think, is uh, is jarring. Yep. Although playing uh, on the alpha, like some of the changes to the marksmanship talents, uh, make me think that you know 
it could it could end up being a little better than it is now. Might get more people playing it because marksmanship also has a huge problem right now with uh, with hardly anyone playing it. Like it's almost as low as survival in terms of uh, people rating. Wow, when was the last time marks was good? Was it the Sidewinder era? Yeah, I mean marks was good through most of Legion, right? That's what I seem to recall. Like at least certainly early on in Legion, it was it was a decent spec. And I think a lot of people that maybe complained about the certain elements of marks and Legion kind of were like, "Oh, just give it back to us, please. It's better than what we have now." Yeah, I don't remember liking the uh, rotation very much, but I can't imagine playing it for in-game stuff right now. It just seems worth. Yeah, I probably looked at it this expansion. Yeah, it's just been underwhelming. Like, but on the uh, on the alpha, there's like a lot of talents and stuff where you can like the way they're these talents are laid out. Like, you could it seems like you could have really strong AOE builds with marksmanship. Like they put in like a new volley and like they changed explosive shot a little bit, so you don't have to you don't have to time it anymore. Just like a delayed explosive on your target. I don't know if you remember, but it was like a timed projectile. You had to shoot it once in the end. You you had to press the button again to detonate it at the right time. Yeah, that was fun. Yes, I do remember that. I mean, it was horrible sometimes, but it was it bad. was fun to think back on. It was thunder, so now, fun in theory. Now it just now it just hits the target, three second delay, and blows up. And the new volley looks really cool too. And whenever volley's up, um, your trick shots is up. Which is also cool. It's just, it seems really powerful for Cleave, right? Yeah, I'll have to play it some on the alpha. Yeah, have you noticed um, anything about the uh, the target cap for hunters? Yeah, it's, it doesn't, I don't, it's not something I really felt doing Torgas. Like, there was, I didn't do many pulls that were much bigger than five, so I don't know. It is, it's whatever. Most, everyone, pretty much everyone's affected by it, so. It is what it is. Maybe it'll make the game perform better. There'll be less lag on some fights and stuff. Yeah, I'm wondering, uh, mainly for like Mythic Plus right now, the the goal of like Motherload is to gather up the entire first room and and cleave it down to death. You know, cleave it to death. So yeah, that'll be it'll the end of that. It'll definitely change strategies like that, um, which uh, doesn't really bother me. Like, I think it's uh, give opportunities for more builds and specs to shine i guess whenever not everything's just aoe aoe and more AOE. yeah i'm also in favor of that change once it was actually explained to me oh yeah it sounds good it you know i don't mind vm being a little less powerful i feel ridiculous in mythic plus right now it's like us and the uh is it demon hunter i don't know there's a couple other specs that just cleave obscenely you got the rapid reload going. Yeah. Delirium, you using rapid reload? I do have a set that has yeah a couple of rapid reloads. I don't know how valuable that actually is, but uh, uh, you, yeah, you, I've tried it in Mythic. Just one, yeah. But it's uh, it's pretty, yeah, it's BM is crazy right now. It's just really once you're geared, it's just, you're just like like just just pure destruction. 
Yeah, before I understood how uh, I still don't. Is it titanium? What's Titan something? The new Resid- currency? Titan Residium. Sure, whatever it is. I didn't understand how it worked and uh, mistakenly bought some uh, random chance tokens on that and ended up with some pretty horrible uh, pieces for rating. But uh, they do tend to be amazing at AOA. Like, if I can just have huge group pulls, then it's wonderful. Yeah, there's nothing like re- it's resetting your aspect of the wild like fully before yes, the current on one ones even, defi- yeah. even finished. Yeah, especially now that I, I think just two weeks ago I got the weapon from uh, Nihilotha. And so, yeah, everything just goes super quick now. Yeah, and I don't know if you know, but there's that there's that one corruption called Ineffable Truth. Yeah, I have a rank one of that. Uh, yeah, did you know that that also affects, like, the bow? Oh, I didn't know that, no. Huh. Yeah, so it, it increases it's, instead of 2 seconds, it's 2.3 seconds. Or, I mean, 2.6 seconds. And oh. and, ra- and rapid reload and barb shot reduction of bestial rock. That's why it's such a powerful little corruption right now. I can't believe how freaking uh, just complicated theory crafting is right now. Be fun though. I think you should get back into. It's hard to imagine where to start. So I used to do. I mean, I use Simsy a lot also, but I like to check everything with my own spreadsheets. And trying to make a damage spreadsheet right now just seems so overwhelming. Well, you are in the alpha for Shadowlands, so maybe you just should focus on the next expansion because it's going to all have to change again, I would imagine. That we're not gonna have those, this corrupted gear should be just for uh, this expansion, probably not something we'll see carried forward. Right. Like to, you know, they'll change systems like they always do, so <laughs> probably not as good a time as any for you to start thinking about it. Yeah, we'll see. I'm so... I'm- curious how y'all feel or especially dark crew if you're the only other one who just came back you said you would play shadowlands do you think you'll keep it going and actually do some you know in-game rating and such i think so yeah i mean i'm still i'm still with the same um guild and still playing with some people that i've been playing with for uh, a very long time so yeah I, i imagine i'll be there from the beginning and and start rating with them and hopefully i'll We'll get tired of tired out this time, and, and my plan right now is to stick with it, do the end game rating, and you know, run some mythics and do all that stuff. Nice. I'm still really holding out. I don't want to do another Azerite power whatever grind. I'm just so tired of that silly mechanic, and I don't know why it existed for two expansions. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to replace that with something or what, or what's happening with that. I'm sure there'll be some kind of currency. I just don't, I just don't know how it's going to work. Yeah, as long as they don't replace it with rep. If there's anything worse than a right. grind, it's a rep grind. But I, I will say this, um, even though I didn't play this expansion as, as much as I had the others, I actually liked it. I thought this was a pretty good expansion. At least I enjoyed the Certainly the story elements of it were, were fun and interesting in, in, in part because it was the first time I probably actually played, uh, spent some time on the Horde side. 
which I never really done. So um, that made it kind of interesting as well to kind of see see both sides of everything. But um, so Dark Brew and Foxy, I want to know who you sided with in the Horde story campaign. Did you go with that stupid orc, or did you go with our Hunter Queen? Um. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if you know how much I love the Hunter Queen. So that's kind of like a trick. Is that a trick question? Are you trying to bait me? There is only one correct answer. Orc offered me a toy. Are you? How dare you? (laughs) Sylvanas did not. I'm so offended. (laughs) Synth, I don't actually know what side you play for. Are you a horde or a? I've I've never played an ally character ever. (laughs) So what did you do? Did you go with our queen and savior, or did you go with this stupid trick? Uh, I don't think I should say. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Foxy, apparently you're the only person here I'm still talking to. So. I even started going through the campaign on a second Horde character, thinking like, oh, I'll just go to experience the other side of that quest. But when I got there, I was like, no, I just love Sylvanas too much. I have to do her sighting. Yeah, my three-foot statue of her, you know, that, that sh- I showed my loyalty by giving Blizzard the money. Nice. It's like my prize wow position outside of my character. Anyhow, yeah, that's basically what uh, made the story of BFA good for me, is that I got to side with Sylvanas. I'm so excited they actually gave us a choice, even if it didn't have any effect in the end. I'm just very glad it exists. I'm just glad she wasn't, uh, you know, um, what's his face, 2.0? Garrosh. Garrosh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't even remember his name. (laughs) Yes. I mean, it was, you know, all signs pointed to a Garage 2.0, and, and it was uh, not great at that point in time. I think uh, deep into 8.2, I was like, are, really? Are, are we doing this again? See John, John Orgrimmar point two, Right? Yeah. They burned down Orgrimmar again. I'm, I'm not rebuilding it. We're not building this castle into the swamp three times. Thanks. And how about you, Bendek? What did you think of this expansion? Where does it sort of rate for you? It rates pretty low, but that's only because I was here the whole time, and I think a lot of <laughs> that people made that don't it like worse. The, the the people that don't like this expansion, it's it's not necessarily because of the story; it's because of the systems and the rewards system, reward structures that went through all these iterations that. You know, it shouldn't have been like that in the first place, and then they finally fix it. And it's just like a pattern that repeated. And but if you're coming back to the game now, you got to skip all that. So it's well, that's right. You can just start. Things. You can start. You know, it's easier access to essences, corruptions, and things like that. Yes, I understand that, and I and I should have read about some of those those complaints. And and it's exactly like you said, things that sort of seemed obvious, like hey, this is how you should be doing it. And then by the time they do it, it's you know day late a dollar short it's kind of like a unhealthy relationship where the person apologizes and they say they're not going to do it again but they do it again and then you forgive them and then they do it again yeah that that sums up me and well 
that sad. <laughs> no, but it's true. No, but but we love WoW because you know that's why we come back to it. That's why we uh, we still pay Blizzard the uh, the blood money. You know, uh, every month. Exactly. <laughs> I will say I have no idea why I didn't ever cancel it, but I never canceled my account. Yeah, I didn't so either. I kept paying the whole time I was gone over a year without loss. So did I. I. I didn't. I didn't call it blood and money for nothing. <laughs> Every time I would, I would see it coming up, and think, oh, maybe I'll you know discontinue it. I haven't logged in in six months, but eh, maybe I'll log in tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow's the time. Well, you gotta stay sub so you can get that twentieth anniversary statue. Oh, exactly right. That's always in the back back of your mind. <laughs> Whatever they decide to do there. How many? How far away are we from that? Another five years, right? Yep. Was it two thousand four that they released? Well, two thousand four. So I believe uh, twenty nineteen was their fifteenth yeah. anniversary. Yeah. I was a sophomore in college. The good old days. Wait, so, uh, Dark Brew, on something, I don't know what message this was, you mentioned that this was our, uh, we missed our ninth anniversary of this podcast. How long have we been going? Tenth anniversary? So we missed the tenth anniversary, which would have ah. been uh, last year, August of, of 2019. So August of this year, of course, we parked. Uh, oh, wow. We 11. missed it by like 10 months. Okay. You get over so we missed the tenth, but hey, we 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 now we now go to eleven, right? So all right, say that what least. a deal! Yeah, you know, it's crazy it's... to think about, but yeah. So August two thousand and nine is is when uh, we we first started up. Has anybody heard from Frost Time or our Gold Master? I have uh, not heard from Frost Time. I heard from Euripides uh, about a week ago. Primarily because I logged into the Hunting Party Podcast Gmail account, and you know it's like, oh, you know, Google alerted me that you hadn't done this in right. a while, and I guess it was still tied to Yuri, so Yuri gets those notifications. So he pinged me. He's like, "Is this you?" He's like, "Yeah, it's me." So we kind of chatted through email for a little bit, but no, nah, he's doing nice. well. Sounds like. Did you know, we have any email? No, nothing. Nothing asking us any questions or anything. We had a you know a couple of emails from people recently, recent emails saying, "Hey." please come back. So that was kind of nice. Uh, and a, a YouTube comment saying, please come back. So that's, you know, people, you know, I get it, you know, I, and I appreciate that. You know, it's always good. To, it's good to good that people are out there. You know, we have a few with very little notification and advertising, you know, we, we have, you know, more than just the four of us, uh, five of us here in the, in the chat. So, which is exciting. I see BM Yeager here. Who, I think he's practically been here since day one. Yes, I mean he has BM in his name, so I right? hope he's playing BM. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious of the other folks in the chat. Did any of you change your names? A couple of them I don't recognize, but I can't imagine we have a new listener tonight. Apologies for anyone that had like a heart attack when they saw like you know the Hunting Party podcast Twitch has gone live. Didn't mean to jar no, right? anybody. Sake. Yes, we we have not been hacked. Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. But no, it's great. This was this was fun to do. I mean, we are probably a little bit over an hour at this point, so we maybe should should wrap this up. But um, 
you know yeah it was great it was great to be back and i so i don't know about you guys i'd love to come back and do this again i don't know if we can pull this off every week but maybe find some type of schedule to meet up maybe find some guests and talk hunters and kind of kind of bring things up again especially with another expansion on the horizon i'd certainly be up for doing that yeah as yeah, long yeah. as i'm playing i'll keep talking about hunters I mean, at this point, I don't feel much responsibility, especially because I haven't been playing for so long. So it's kind of just like, oh, I get to talk to my friends. It's not like this uh, pressure to know something important. It's just us talking. I, I missed it, and I missed you guys. It's, it's really nice to hear everybody's voice again. I'd be down to do it at least once a month, for sure. All right, well, we'll plan on that and see, see what we can come up with. Awesome. All right, well, I'll do my magic and, uh, you know, end the show with the uh, the outro, but not here. All right. So on that note, you have been listening to episode 274 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from, well, I guess my home office. Not really anywhere <laughs> anymore. Uh, I'm Bendak from eyesofthebeast.com and Bendak Wow on Twitter. And I'm Ms. Foxy from Warcraft Hunters Union and Ms. Foxy and Ms. Malogan on Twitter. Really, we gotta give you an outro synth. <laughs> I'm just doing an intro. It's Man of history. It's well, fine. anyway, you can check us out. We're still on iTunes, I think, YouTube and Stitcher and and we have still have the RSS feed. So, um, and again, as usual, if I remember how to do it, I'll pull all these links in the show notes. If you have a question or a topic you would like us to discuss on the next show, which will hopefully happen in less than two years, you can email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypodcast. All right, stay thirsty, my friends, and remember to drink your dark brew lager. So I completely forgot my outro was in Spanish. I'm a Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks, everyone, who, who turned up. So appreciate it. Look for us again, and uh, we will we'll definitely see you soon. Lifestealer. That's just the cost of being awesome souls.
Now let's begin with Illidan, Osirian, and Kilchidan. Magdamar, Asgalor, Cruel, Cthulhu, and Razorgore. Onyxia to Ragnaros. Which one have we killed the most? Kel'Thuzad to Malagos. We even killed Akama's ghost. Oh, my God. 